Hello, everybody. You are. Can I, can I keep that in, by the way? Yeah. All right, good. Hello, everybody. You are listening to You, Me, Them, Everybody. My name is Brandon Weatherby, and with me is the extremely funny Beth Stelling. Oh, thank you. Hello. Hello. And uh, Beth was kind enough to perform at one of the uh, You, Me, Them, Everybody live events at the Hungry Brain, and uh, she was delightful. Thank you. It was thank wonderful. you for doing that. I loved it. Um, she is probably uh, one of the best comedy bookers because she does her own night, uh, Sunday nights at the Town Hall Pub in the wonderful Boys Town slash Lakeview neighborhood. Entertaining Julia. There you go. Um, the Every reason Sunday for free. Is it for free? It's a free show. So you and I are the only ones doing free shows. Yeah. Wait, do you do you ever pass around the basket or anything like that? Uh, we did pass around the basket. We usually do it if we're raffle. We have a raffle once in a blue moon. Okay. So and uh, or if we're gonna collect donations for like a a friend or if somebody needs money. So hers is an actual free show, and ours is the one where we tell you it's free, and then we pass it on the basket for the comedians and the performers to yeah. make, and they feel weird and they have to look me in the eye, and no one actually wants to give money. <laughs> it's so kind though. It's very odd. Anyways, um, uh, what initially made you uh? realize that you're funny enough to be a stand-up comic oh man i guess it's one of those i i don't know if it's cliche but it took a while but i think i had a lot of friends that enjoyed hearing me tell stories and ask and hear them again and uh i guess that's kind of typical and then you get your friends being like you should do stand-up you should and then of course i think i guess i always had um i've always had a interest in making people laugh so that started that started much earlier. How old do you think you were when you were like, like when it, your earliest memory of this? I mean, I want to say when I was still in diapers or maybe just out really? of diapers. I'd say just out of diapers because I pooped, I think, behind my mom's chair in the living room. And I only did it because I knew my sisters would laugh. Seriously? Yeah. Wow. So literally your entire life you've known you're funny. Right. I guess poop's hilarious. Poop is very, very funny. My mom was not happy. I, th- I think she laughed inside. Yeah, probably. That's delightful. No. Uh, Beth's not from here. Beth is from uh, Ohio. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Uh, why did you come to Chicago? I came here um, because it's one of the greatest comedy cities in the world. Do you believe that now that you've lived here? I do. That's yeah. nice. Yeah. I Well, okay, that's coming from somebody that's never taken any classes here um, involving comedy classes but (laughs) yeah but it also comes from somebody that's actually performing most nights of the week sure yeah that's true so i don't 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 disqualify yourself man that's all i meant (laughs) um so what was the best way for you to to go out and get involved in this scene like when you moved here did you know anybody uh when you moved here did you know you're going to be a stand-up how did this start so this started when um i moved here and i i i uh, graduated from miami of ohio with with a Bachelor of Arts in Theater. So very useful. Yeah. Extraordinarily. Yeah. Which it landed me. I just transferred right over to the bagel shop. Did you really? Yeah. Yeah, I sure did. All right. Yeah, because uh, Miami of Ohio is home to uh, Bagel and Deli, which is one of the, uh, it's very, it's a renowned bagel shop. I believe If you were in the bagel world, you'd know. Yeah. I'm Uh, too low class. I'm a donut man. (laughs) So I worked there in college under the one and only Ned Stevenson. And, uh, well, people actually know that name, or was that just you? Yeah, he's a he's a he's a legend. Shut up. He's You're... a bagel legend. So if he's I go, still alive, he's he's a living legend. How how are you? How do you become a bagel legend? Well, I'm just saying. He... Besides, like the guy that was like, no, no, let's have a hole. Like, what's the? How do you become a bagel legend? <laughs> he decided that I'm going to buy steamers and I'm going to steam bagel sandwiches. Oh, so he was the first guy to do this. 
In my head, yeah. In, okay, that's, in that's fair. World, in Beth World. So I worked at his bagel shop and became part of that. And uh, and then my boss now also worked there, but years before me, and came over and has so you, started Chicago Bagel Authority. So it's kind of like Karate Kid where you had you studied under the master. It's a lot like that. So your whole life is basically Karate Kid, <laughs> yeah. but with comedy and bagels. Yeah, exactly. So it's kind of like a Jewish comedy. Sure, there except I was raised Methodist. Are you are you Methodist still? Um, well, I don't think we'd know. I don't think we'd consider that. Um, because I don't go to church. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, my mom does, however, send me lots of, um, forwards me emails about, uh, religious topics. Do you enjoy these emails? Asking me to pray. I think they're funny. (laughs) So they're really, so it's not really the point of the email, but you're enjoying it. Yeah. Yeah. That's not nice at all. That's really mean. <laughs> Do you know any stand-up? Uh, or, I hell, just took us on a tangent. I don't even know what... I think this is wonderful, actually. Okay. I, I think really this took... Is Do you know any comics that's... Comic and or performer in the arts, whatever, that's religious? Um, I mean, you you're, you have your religious comedians, yeah. The, no, no, no. From Chicago. Oh, oh, better. oh. Okay. I was like, because they hire... Oh, like, yeah. They're looking for people like that. You can make a killing. I think you need to... Sacrifice. You need... You need to have an, uh, a different name and do some Christian comedy. Right. I could, I don't know if I could do that. What is the ch- is the punchline everything about like non-believers or I mean, I think well, I don't know. I'm trying to think if there's anybody that is religious. I mean, I guess there are probably people that don't even just talk that just don't talk about religion in their stand up and then I guess we could assume that possibly they are. No, 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 no. I okay, uh, no, you have to say it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Cuz it seems like half the comedians in general say God's stupid or yeah. I'm an atheist or I love Bill Hicks, therefore I'm an atheist. Yeah. But there's no one like oh, I love Jesus. Right. There's no one at all that's, that's true. in these circles. It's a, you you really have to be brave I think to do that. To be a stand-up and I think that's the, that that's going to be the next cutting, uh, <laughs> like the new the new wave of comedy. Like I'm anti-gay rights. I just said brave, but most people would then say, "No, you just got to be real stupid to do that." I, there's a market for it. There is completely a market. You're right. I think uh, you need to start doing some stand-up in the suburbs. <laughs> I've already tried that. Did you really? Yeah. No, I've done. I've actually done some successful gigs in the suburbs because I could be marketed as a clean comic. Okay. I guess. Because I'm not cussing a lot. You're not cussing a lot, but your subject matter sometimes it isn't the cleanest. It could get risque. It could get risque, yeah. With a Q, and that's yeah. a good word if to some use. Of my, right. If some of my... One time, my younger cousins was like, could you tell us one of your jokes? And I was like going through my repertoire, and I was like, can't. Can't. <laughs> can't. T- which is why I'm not a Christian comic. That's the only reason why. You can't tell jokes to six-year-olds. Yeah. I think that's what you have to do, be able to do to be a Christian comic. That sounds like the worst comedy Six ever. Six to 90. Everybody gets it. That's awful. Everybody has fun. Bagels. I want to talk. We, you want to talk about bagels? I love bagels. I didn't get to finish. I'm here all okay. night. You can. So I, then I, I really did transfer over <laughs> t- to this bagel shop here. I seriously <laughs> did. That's how much they mean to me. And uh, and then my boss Greg Gibbs here, good man, good man, found me to be funny and was like, "You should really do an open mic." And I was like, "You know, I tried stand up a few times." In in college before I left mm-hmm. for fun, oh, I asked a couple of my my friends' bands if I could just do some stand up before they played at local bars in college. And when and they said yes, they said yeah. They were like totally. 
And this went well, actually. It, it did. It went really well. Because I had lots of friends that were kind of waiting for me to do that, I suppose. We're totally supportive. Before we started this interview, uh, Beth and I were talking about this, and uh, it, it seems like an anomaly. Anom- say it, please. Anomaly. Thank you. Um, <laughs> no one has that story of, like, I picked up the football for the first time, and I threw it 100 yards, <laughs> and everyone loves me. No, this doesn't happen. You're supposed to struggle and be awful for years. I guess I got. I did get lucky. But I don't I think had it's a lot luck, of support. ma'am. That's <laughs> very good. You you have a lot of support. Once again, you shouldn't have support <laughs> in the arts at all. It's supposed to be the opposite. That's true. I'm sorry. Yeah. But I'm going, getting, that's actually a very American thing to say. I'm yeah. sorry. But opening for bands, you enjoyed doing this. Yeah, it was good. And, and actually, sometimes it was just DJs, friends of mine that were DJing. <laughs> oh, so <laughs> this is this is more interesting. When would you do stand up during? Was this a club? Was this just a it was bar? Like it's a local bar. Um, it was the it was called the Balcony across from the Bagel Shop. <laughs> So just, you're really like a small world. I really, it's a very small world. I just, I actually, and then I lived underneath you the dominate bagel that shop. street. Yeah, just that block. I didn't leave. I never went to class. Just, just stayed there. But yeah, and um, they were doing like uh, maybe a night of, de- sometimes they were open mic-ish. Okay. So, or a night of where they'd be like, yeah, come back, you know. But how do you? It wasn't a. There was no scene to be spoken of at my school for stand up. How many stand-up. people are in this bar? Like, is this a small bar? I mean, what's the Chicago? I'm terrible bar? at guesstimating. Okay. But I would say, you know, um, at least fifty people would come out of friends. You know, During... I was a theater major too, so I I got a nice little reputation of playing funny characters. Okay. So maybe Usually people were interested in seeing me write my own material. So. <laughs> You're going to perform at a bar that has a DJ mm-hmm. and all these theater people come to see you do stand-up. Did I mention it was in Oxford, Ohio? No, is you did not, one? ma'am. Yeah. yeah, that's where it is. How is it Oxford, Ohio? I'm, considering I've never heard of it, I'm going to guess it's not a bustling <laughs> it's metropolis. Tiny. It's tiny. It's a tiny town. Do you miss tiny towns? Um, No. When I was in college, though, I was like, I kind of... At the time, I was regretting not going to a big city to like mm-hmm. get this thing rolling earlier. But, of course, in retrospect, it's nice to have had that time in a small city and yeah. feel like what that's like you had like a real college experience yeah, yeah i did i guess i mean arguably what is a real college experience a uh, real college experience is dollar and or quarter beer nights okay Check. um uh if there's a fraternity within like a mile of you oh there were there, there you were go many a fraternity. um i think that's it really yeah um it, it has to be a house too yeah where i went to school they had fraternities but no fraternity house we had there were fraternity houses but no sorority houses. All right, that's that's still There's awesome. There's some law against brothels. The, the women's in the in the houses. No, no brothels. It's a allowed. very Christian area. I don't know. Maybe it's. It, it was I'm sorry that we keep getting back to God here. I know it's, it's very odd. We didn't talk like, about I God. Feel like before I don't. This. I feel like I don't know what to say. I I'm don't sorry. Wanna, that's the exact opposite wanna, of what I was trying to do. I don't want to disappoint my mother because she's listening. She's right now. Will she Google everything you do? Um. She she's a little she's kind of a technological nobody. I'll send her a link, and she'll say stuff like, "I really think you could smile more. Could you smile more? Well, I it, think I'd." If it makes any difference to your mother, if she is listening, uh, you are smiling in this room that no one could see. That's true. I'm a, so that's can, very They can nice. hear the smile. They can. They the can dimples the are smile. shining. Do you, mm-hmm. I don't even know if you have dimples? That's I think weird. just on one side. Is that possible? Yeah. Sure. Why not? I she's a smiling. Not. Yeah, I have a dimple up here. Up here I got, is yeah, near her eye, right by the here, way. Because I got I got hit in the face with a field hockey ball. 
Awesome. Play, played a lot of field hockey. Did you really? Yeah, in high school and college. That is a college experience, yeah, by the way. That's that a, is. That's a, that's a great college experience. I love, love playing the field hockey. So you went from theater to stand-up. I'm heterosexual, too. Which that's, is, that's an anomaly. Yeah. Again, I can't I pronounce words, and I was an English major. Yeah. I mean, oftentimes I'm heterosexual. Well, that's um, very mom, nice. Jokes, mom. Jokes. Are you actually worried about that? No. I don't know. You've mentioned your mother in your act quite a few times. Yeah, she's a, in... she she's a big she's a big encourager of clean material, and she oftentimes mentions uh, Ellen DeGeneres. So it's like you know, if I did decide to start dating women, I could just be like, Mom, I'm just trying to be like Ellen. You know, Ellen's a quite. Do you like Ellen's comedy? I do. I honestly, I don't watch a ton of stand up, so um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't. So I don't. I'm not extraordinarily familiar with it. Mm-hmm. I have her DVD and I did begin watching it, but I didn't finish it. How long, wait, how long is the DVD? Like an hour? I think it's called Here and Now. I don't know how long it is. But she was making me laugh while I was watching it. Why did you stop watching it? I don't know. I think I had to eat ice cream or <laughs> go ride a bike. You know? Those are the two opposite things. Well, I like to do both. All right. That's fair. You know? So you're like in the middle of the whole time. Yeah. Um, what does your mom think of all this? Um... But, you know, like I said, she's she is encouraging. I think she like she doesn't really have doubts. She's never pulled the question on me like, well, what if, you know, you might want to think about if this doesn't work out, yeah. which would be that I wouldn't like that. No, it's all. awful. I get that every day. It's awful. I don't I usually do the I'm not a fan of uh, authority. And so if my mom were to ever like be like, when do you think you should maybe think about doing something else? I'd probably just. Do something real crazy. Like? You know? For example, if she's like, just make sure you get some rest tonight, I'll take it upon myself to stay up all night. You know what I mean? Like little things like yeah, that? Yeah, little things. That's huge, huge. Those are huge things. I'm a rebel. <laughs> okay? I am a rebel. Or, you know, we'll be out to eat and um, she'll order a bagel and I'll order a bagel as well. I'm a huge fan of bagels. I noticed. And then I'll be like, and I'll take a pumpkin muffin as well. And she'll be like, do you, do you really need that? And I'll be like, make that three pumpkin muffins. And I'll eat them really slowly in front of her. Things like that. You know what I mean? I'm crazy. I think that's quite fun. That's delightful. I'm crazy. So who knows? I think she knows better than to... Than to fuck with your shit. Well, yeah. Well, she has actually advised me to, to sort of... Uh, she, I, she's not a huge fan of the dark stuff. And I. What do you mean, the dark like the stuff? Dar- darker comedy oh, or okay. self self deprecating humor that sometimes I use, which it's not it's not like really apparent to me. I wouldn't if somebody was like, "What kind of comedy do you do?" I wouldn't be like self deprecating and dark. That's I mean that's I not how I, I see it. That, no. That's not how I personally see it. I think she would rather me talk about you know funny stories about what my dog did, you know things like that. Okay. I don't know what she wants. What do you want? I would love, uh, I'd love to do uh, stand up the the rest of my life and whatever that may lead to. I don't have any goals on using stand up to like get anywhere. I I do enjoy writing um, my own comedy and stuff. That doesn't mean I wouldn't ever write for anything else. But I don't have a ton of experience doing that, so I should probably try to branch out. Maybe eh, unless you write. want to, yeah. Like but ideally, it would be. I guess it would be a dream of mine then to tour with um with other comedians that i appreciate or that mm-hmm. i like and think are funny and who, uh, who are some of the comedians you think are funny 
Like on the scene or any anybody obviously living. I mean, would it would be ama- okay. It would be amazing to tour with uh, with other female comics that I really like. It doesn't mean that I'm not into male comics, but uh, Maria Bamford mm-hmm. or Tig Notaro. I really enjoy her. I also just I worked with Melinda Hill actually a couple weeks ago. She works with um, Maria Bamford out in L.A. And oh really? She, yeah. So it's something it would be cool to do something like that. With, uh, that would be a very good bill. Right. It, it makes sense. It would be fun. And I think it would be cool to have people that uh, come to the show because they want to see you yeah. and know you. And that's something really special. Do you do you care uh, about the crowd that you're performing to? Or is, is, is it better to have like a thousand people that don't care and they're just there or like ten that really want to see you? I guess that's hard to know if they really want to be there or not. I mean, I guess you could tell with people's body language or how they're reacting or responding. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, no, I, I don't know if the words, I don't know. Like, at our show, usually at Entertaining Julia on Sundays, like, we have an, a nice crowd that wants to be there. Yeah. And they'll come out regularly, and it's free, and they enjoy themselves, and they know what they're mm-hmm. up for, a crazy night. But sometimes we'll have, like, once in a blue moon, we'll have, like, you know, a smaller crowd. But, of course, we, we still do the show, and we yeah. still enjoy ourselves the same amount. But that's kind of, Town Hall Pups were, like, my play space, too. Where I just feel very at home. So is that where like you experiment with new material, stuff like that? Yeah, yeah. And in, I've started playing with characters there a little bit. And the Putterbaugh sisters, who I run the show with, have been a huge influence on that. They're just very creative, and we're both we're really supportive of each other, enjoy each other's company, and we work well together. How did you stumble upon each other and start this thing? Um, I think a girl that I was in poetry class or something with my sophomore year of college, I ran into her in the city, and she's like, Oh, what are you doing? And I told her I was, you know, getting into stand up, and she's like, "You should come to the Playground Theater this tonight." I think it was for Oink, which okay. is a Wednesday night show that Othi runs. And um, so I was like, "Yeah, I, I guess I'll come out with you." And the Putterbaugh sisters were performing, and they were just uh, a spectacle of of goodness. It was amazing. It was something that I was to- I was definitely in awe of them, and probably a little bit intimidated because they're very confident and mm-hmm. uh and like their what they were doing was just so hilarious i'd never seen anything like it and i guess i was new to the city too but they're they're really sisters and um and they they write sketches but they also do you know all they do all kinds of stuff it's hard to explain wigs okay. sequins costume changes and for those singing. people that haven't seen you uh you don't do any of this right you're a stand-up i am a stand-up no yeah. glitter no. Costume changes, etc. No, no. I st- I st- I usually I st- I've stuck to the stand up for about a year and a half now. Mm-hmm. I have the Putterbaugh sisters came up with a nickname for me, which w- which is just a variation on my name, which is Barth Starling. And so, um, so we joked around about what who Barth Starling might really be, and it turns out it's just me with a. A lower voice uh, that talks a little bit slower and may or may, you know, is a little bit, um, what would we say, uh, what's the word for when you might be a man or a woman? Androgynous? Yeah, right, that. Okay. Could be androgynous. Maybe I'm a girl, maybe I'm not. All right. I talk about my boyfriend, but maybe maybe I have a penis. Who That's knows? fair. You know? And I have some glasses that were actually uh, reading glasses of one, the Putterbaugh's grandma. And I usually wear a members-only jacket that's white, and my hair in a high bun. You know, is this is this? 
It's it's very Don't easy to me. draw a and visual I tell with horrible this. jokes, you know. So it's, so it's fun like a for hamburger me. type of situation. I actually have never seen Neil Hamburger. You've you've heard his jokes. I've though. heard. I've heard. Yes. Yeah. For those of you that don't know, uh, he's an awful comedian, and that's why it's funny. That's, that's a <laughs> shtick. I've heard him via Junior Stopka. Yes. Who almost always he's 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 laid off of it, I guess, okay. as of late. But he usually is talking in the hamburger. Uh, now that you've sort of uh, you've been doing the series for quite a while, um, do, are you glad you're doing it? Is it making you become funnier? Uh, having to perform weekly is that a good discipline, or are you just sick of it and you feel like uh, enough's enough? And maybe once a month would be better than every week. <laughs> you just I get a choice of one or the other. Well, no, it could be yeah. a medium. No, there's no medium. There's I lo- like every I do other love week. It. I love it. That's right. I do love I love performing um, weekly there. But it's either the Putterbaz and I usually take turns. Either they host mm-hmm. or I host. And if I host, they do a set. And if they host, I do a set. Whatever that might be. Okay. And uh, so, yeah, not sick of it at all. I think sometimes when the end of the weekend rolls around, uh, it's hard to get up for it. But yeah. um, but we always do. And it's always a ton of fun. That's and we're fun. always glad we did it. That's so. it's it's, a, it's it's hard to do. Um, Have you you've performed at Zini's? Yes, no? Yeah. Have you performed at any other more like quote-unquote real comedy clubs or i don't know right i know because uh, the town hall pub is is very similar to the brain where it's just it's a bar bar. it's a dive bar and uh it's it's all especially just independent art stuff and yeah it has about a four inch stage i mean well it's four inches off the ground and four four it's about the size of this room which is like nine by nine or something like that we're in a we're in the closet roughly yes and uh no it's not a closet it's a nice it's a hobby room it's a room of passions thank you yeah um. Wait. What was the question? <laughs> oh what, yeah. How do you like performing independent? Oh yeah. We were talking real. about okay. Quote unquote yeah, real. Quote unquote real. I mean, man. Sometimes it can just. It just gets really silly going out to the. I've I've done the suburb zanies, and uh, I by no means do I want to diss it because it's that's like a a great opportunity mm-hmm. in the sense that you get you are getting. Um, paid for what you love to do, yeah, and that's like something that you do, you don't want to turn down, and you're definitely grateful for. But uh, being out there, I'm a I'm a twenty something gal. Mm-hmm. I have a very different perspective than most people, uh, mustache dads and library aides and Vernon Hills. You know, uh, yeah. How do you go over there? Just borrow a car. Are we talking about <laughs> like in the, <sighs> the crowd? There is uh, <laughs> big fans. Yeah. Well, you know what? I after that weekend of shows. Um, I did have a lot of women usually come up after the shows and younger women and moms be like, we, we really liked you. We enjoyed you. And I say, thank you. And then we have a mustache dad come up to me afterwards and be like, uh, I'm worried about you. I think you got some issues. And I'm like, I'm thinking I'm worried about you living out here in Vernon Hills, you know? So that well. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. you get paid. That's the trade-off. That's that. That is for sweating profusely and feeling uncomfortable. Yeah. But it was good. I wondered too. Like I, I think you know I've been doing stand-up now for like I don't know a year and a half. So I think a lot of it too was like I'm glad that I put my. You got to put yourself in those kind of situations to grow. But um, I don't know if I've if I learned my lesson or not from that experience. <laughs> you know, like yeah. I guess maybe with time I would be able to handle it better. Okay, but I don't think I handled it horribly. The you no, know, no, I didn't say you was, did. You did. <laughs> I'm just a girl. Uh, as yeah. just a girl. Um, <laughs> how is it as a female? Uh, is, does 
does it matter? Um, and by it, I mean stand up in general in the city of Chicago, not Vernon Hills. Hell, right. yeah, even at Vernon Hills. I mean, if you were uh, if you were a twenty something dude, would it have been easier? Would I don't know. I wonder. I won't know until I dress. I'm gonna unless you go as your character. I'm gonna go back and dress up as a male. There you go. They're gonna have book Beth Sterling, but Barth Sterling's gonna come. That's back. right. Um, it's I love. I, I mean, I love being a woman. That's, uh, that's wonderful. I don't know anything else, but um. And it's nice being a lady in, in stand-up comedy. Obviously, we are fewer in, yeah. in numbers. And so we're automatically going to um, stand out a little bit more. Yes. I guess you could also argue that uh, more is maybe expected from us. I don't, know if more, I don't know if that's the right wording, but what I mean is if I'm the only girl in the lineup, I'm sort of representing women, I guess, apparently. It can be, like an audience can be like, oh, well, here comes the girl. Hope she's good. Have you ever thought of that before you go on? Or do you think of that? I actually kind of love it. And really? sort of thrive off it. Not because I go up and I'm like, I'm so awesome. I'm a girl. They're going to love this. But it's like, okay, they're expecting something from me. And I hope I can kind of, usually it's proved them wrong. Because mm-hmm. they're like, uh, only girl. We'll see about this. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's kind of a... It's an enigma because I don't know what exactly they're thinking and who really wants to tell me the truth. If I, you know, like he wants to tell me the truth. Like some people do actually come up after our show and be like, I really, you know, you, you were funny for a girl and like, I was really expecting you to suck, but you were great. And honestly, those are the things I really don't take offense to. I'm not like overly sensitive about well, no, that. No, funny is funny. I mean, yeah, that's nice. Yeah, I'm glad you. I'm glad you thought that. I usually think it's usually the women are funnier. Yeah, because there's not as many, and because if you're doing it like that means like there's obviously something. Yeah, it's easier to bomb as a male, I'd say. It, 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 and that's 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 prob- that could be true. I think too. Like, unfortunately, sometimes women do get thrown into a lineup, or there's some comics. Um, that maybe aren't as good or as funny and they are just put on the show and they aren't really ready to fit there. Mm-hmm. And so they just co- sort of continue that stereotype because yeah. maybe they don't belong there, but the booker wanted some, you know, diversity for the show, which would be, you know, a female among many Well, how do you book males. your show? Um, I book my show and with, so the putter bios and I usually sit down and uh, we like to get um, new, new people in there, like, I guess new con- meaning novice and um, or new to the scene, maybe at least one per week. And then, you know, of course, it's very ambitious. Do you ever have problems finding that person? Not at all. That's the mo- we get, like we get most emails from newer comics saying like, I've been to your show or heard about your show and it's really great. I'd like to be a part of it. And that like some book, every booker is different where if, I guess some people can be bothered by emails or stop bothering me, but it's actually nice because there's so many comedians in this city. It's hard to even remember your close friends. Yeah. So, um, I actually kind of like not being bothered to a ridiculous extent, but you know, well, it's good to being have that re- gently supply. reminded. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But, uh, so yeah, we usually like to get in one newer novice comic and then, you know, balance it out with a, an experienced veteran and, uh, and and we usually keep it about four comics total, and then we do. It's also variety and music yeah, and yeah. bands closing. So then we got to leave room for that. Do you find that it's easier to uh, get gigs on your own because you are also a booker? Um, I guess 
I'm not saying like favors. I'm saying like you know how to talk to people. Right, right. Oh, okay, yeah. But I was gonna. I, but but two meaning people for sure. Yeah. If someone says thanks for letting me do my show, I actually run one, and I enjoyed you. I'd like to have you. That helps for yeah, sure. Definitely. But you can also do that by just showing up at someone's show. Hey, I really enjoyed your show, and you know. But yeah, you're right. That all that all boils down to social skills, being able to interact with somebody. I think. Do you think that stand-ups have social skills? Because most musicians don't. Yeah. Um. Yeah, maybe they have. They might have. They might have social skills on steroids. It might be a okay. little, a little too in your face. There's, there's. I guess everybody's different, of course. Yes. But, but on the whole, most of the stand-ups I know, I guess, are uh, especially the dudes. Um, I like how you're getting quieter as you say this. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's fine. I'm just looking at the uh, the I'm screen sorry. right now. I gotta I gotta watch my watch my mouth. Well, you don't gotta name names. Obviously. Yeah, no, I'm certainly not going to. But we both know obviously who you're talking about. Yeah, Marty Derosa. That's, so that's <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, no, there are plenty of people that are great, great, great communicators and know how. To- <laughs> yeah, that's and it. Know how to really capitalize on a situation. Yeah. All right. Hey, there's like a lot to- of Dane cooks out there. <laughs> okay. Um. Because you were a theater uh, major and you have a theater degree, yeah. uh, you don't seem like the kind of person that would just depend on alcohol to uh, get up on stage. <laughs> no, I certainly don't. In fact, when I first started, I couldn't have anything. Like food, no bagels, no alcohol, no anything? <laughs> a dozen bagels. Okay. No alcohol. I would love to... What you uh, Tomorrow you are playing a 3,000-seat uh, arena or theater, and you have a rider, and you have $300. What's on your rider? Is it like four hundred dollars with the bagels? And they go, no, no, calm down. Two hundred bagels, a hundred and schmear. I don't think I'd be too picky, but if I could, I mean, like if it was just seriously like three hundred dollars, three hundred dollars. If it was a wish list, and it's got to be on your rider. It's a it's a twenty date, three thousand seat tour. So okay. you're gonna be like in the town for ten hours. Three hundred dollars every day of whatever guess, you want in that city. But it's got to be the same thing. It would be. It would involve a lot of food. I guess it would be like, I'd be like, can I have some Perrier water? Some regular water, chilled. I don't need a temperature specific, specifically. But like ice, but not like sure, just dry cold ice. Cold would be nice. You know That's what I mean? Good. Cold. Um, some sour patch watermelon slices. Uh, what size? Theater bag, smaller. Oh, oh, the the bigger bag. Like, okay. Yeah, but how about it? Let's put it in bowls, please. Can we put it in bowls? Okay. I like. See, I wouldn't do that. No, I think that's a bad. It idea. would get hard. Yeah. How about a bowl with some saran wrap on top? No, because you never know Tupperware? when they had that. Tupperware. They could have gone to to the Dominic's and get it in bulk and then... Okay, a bag with a Tupperware bag. on the side. All right, For that's me, nice. That's, hold it, that's yeah. good. You could carry the Tupperware cotton with candy you. would be great. A machine or like it doesn't matter? Just, yeah. Would you tour with a cotton candy machine? That would be great. That would be great. Yeah. Popcorn would be nice. Chipotle. Are we... I love Chipotle. You're only at like $30 here. Okay, this is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> this should be like your reason to like try to tour. Yeah. Like, and then and then you know like my instinct is to say Miller Lite and then I just hear people being like you are a loser. Do you so, enjoy Miller Lite? Sure. Yeah, I'll drink. Yeah. I'll drink. <laughs> no, 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 it. no, 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 that's not the question. Yeah, I mean Yeah, I love just kicking back with a Miller Lite. Did I mention they're my sponsor? Is that their sponsor? There you go. They make all my posters. No, I do like Miller Lite for real. Seriously? Yeah, like I like you, beer. I mean, I'll I'm drink, not saying that. You, do you really want to talk about this with your mother listening? I'll drink a Stella. Mom, I get wasted every night. There you and go. Out. 
Do you only drink Miller Lite because it's like the easiest to drink a lot of? It's usually just cheap. It is. But and I like the way the bottle looks. Perhaps it's cheaper. dark and mysterious. I'll drink PBR too. You're right. <laughs> I'm just saying. Perhaps yeah. it's cheaper. And if I'm going to spend, it's usually like 50 cents more from a Miller Lite to a 312 or a Stella. Yeah. I'll give you that 50 cents. Yeah. Okay. I'm just I'm just asking. It I drink just a lot of where I am. If I drink a lot of Miller Lite. I'm going to drink it. Yeah, but if there's two dollar Miller Lite, there's got to be like dollar Schlitz. Okay. I'm just I'm just throwing this out here. I mean, this is your rider. You don't have to. Okay. Get Miller oh, I forgot that's what we were talking about. Yeah. Man, it's not just availability, man. All right. Okay. Hmm. What's a beer I like though? I'm asking you, ma'am. I mean. Well, do you like light beers? Because you've mentioned yeah, Stella usually, and I do like light and beers, but I can enjoy a. I can enjoy some some darker beers too. Okay. I'm not a Guinness gal. Guinness actually that's the thing. It's not that I hate it. No, no, no. It's I'm not, not it's not it. dark. People think it's dark, but like Newcastle is it, though it's I not I like as Newcastle. Dark. I love it, but that's a heavier beer than Guinness. You think? I know, ma'am. I know. Wow. I know. I drink too much. I work at a bar. Yeah. Hmm. Who would have thunk it? Jesus. Yeah. Maybe some pizza. Can we get pizza? Does it matter where? I don't know. You know my favorite restaurant for pizza. Well, I don't know. The My hut? favorite restaurant for steak salads. It, I, I, steak salad from Joey's Brickhouse. I've never enjoyed. I've and never ordered that. S'mores. Oh, my God. This is getting out of control. At Joey's Brickhouse? Or go. just s'mores from anywhere? Yeah, no. Joey's Brickhouse. They bring them out on your table, and you cook them on your table. That's a good idea. Have and you Have you ever been to their Sunday brunch? No. All right. I, I went to their Sunday brunch once. We were there for three hours. On It's all you can eat. Wow. They would not come to our table for the last half an hour, and then I ordered a chicken sandwich. I think it was the 10th thing I ordered. They <gasps> Did said, you eat it all? Oh, yeah. This is this ain't a game. Uh, and then the waitress was like, oh, it's over time. And uh, the guy I work with, we were with, was yelling at her, saying, no, you didn't come to our table. You get him that chicken sandwich. I got it. I had to consume like 10,000, 14,000 calories. Oh, It was glorious. Goodness. How could... Were the other items just like hors d'oeuvres? Yeah. No, it was all breakfast. But the thing is, like the first, it's kind of like um, when you go to the Olive Garden or you go to Red Lobster and you have the never-ending Sun shrimp dining. Exactly the 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 greatest of suburban dining. Where the first like first thing you get that's the normal size, and then everything else is smaller. Okay. Okay. So it was like that, but it's like I still ate a fucking chicken sandwich yeah. as my tenth meal in three hours. Forget fourth meal. No tenth. Times it by two and add. Five? Sure. I'm going to have 20 now. Yeah. That's new math. Um, <laughs> thank you for doing this, by the way. Of course. I think fourth meal is a great way to end anything. Yeah. I kind of want to get a Taco Bell tattoo and under it just says regret. It's just really? a consistent reminder. I am usually pretty happy when, I done, when I've done it. And even the next morning. And I find lettuce in my car seat. What are you eating? My baby's car seat. I'm just kidding. I don't have a baby, but for real. Where do you, it's where, usually when I go home to visit my mom and my sisters and I go out. Like, what do you get at Taco Bell that is lettuce? Uh, hard tacos. Uh, see, I always get the dollar burritos because it's very easy to eat. You know what? I also like Burrito Supreme. That's a good one. I like the seven layer burrito. How about a Mexican pizza? Oh, that's the best! Right? We should go get Mexican pizzas. Not, uh, nachos Supreme. I don't like their nachos. Fine. Cinnamon twist. That's the best. I, I think they should have the cinnamon twist with the natural spring topping. My I would mind go for was that. Just blown. I, think, I couldn't even. I know. We need to, you need to get sponsored by Taco Bell and Miller Lite. And everything else I've mentioned. I'm a huge fan of food. You know, you really should be like should 400 Should I say my pounds. weight? Should I say it? Yeah. You're not heavy. 
Oh, thanks. You, no, you do not look like oh, you talk. No offense. Oh, this is nice. Thank yeah. you. I mean, I'm just I'm yeah. being honest here. No, I appreciate that. All right. Yeah, I do. We need to go on a Taco Bell Miller Lite cotton candy tour. Oh, yes. I know. What should we plug of yours? Um, Let's see. Today is Thursday. Today is Thursday. This is going to go up tonight slash Friday morning. Yeah, it- well, I think Friday night it is. No, Saturday night. I have a show at Berlin. Oh, really? Yeah. Ber- for those of you that don't know, Berlin is a gay dance club. Yeah, and we just started, not just started, but this summer, this new series sort of thing has started called the Pre-After Party. Okay. And it's uh, it's like with the Sarcastic Squad, who I've been working with, and Cameron Esposito is involved. Is this, this isn't sketch? Nope. It's, it's just called stand-up. Squad. Yeah, yeah. No offense, a little misleading. Right. Just just throwing that out. It's like a collective of comedians, I suppose. Yeah, that makes more sense. I think we in the past we did use sketch that we had a run at the playground last okay, year. Okay, okay. So yeah, I'm not here this, to judge, by the no, way. No, totally cool. Judge, just, it's, judge it's, it's misleading. And then, of course, my Sunday show, which is called Entertaining yes. Julia, Town Hall Pub in Boys Town, free every Sunday. Nine, it's, it's, nine-ish, 9.30. For those of you that are very homophobic, if this helps, it's the only not gay bar in Boys Town. Right. We say it's, it could be called a straight oasis, but of course, <laughs> we are not. gay friendly. Yeah, it's, it's a great bar. And it's really the only dive the bar. Show. In on Halstead, it's not shitty either. It's just mm. the dive bar. Kind of feels like you're drinking in your living room. It really does. It really does. Yeah, and I think uh, the 21st of July, but that's far away. That's, that's a Tuesday, that right? That's not that far. Let's look at the calendar. I'm a member of a Chicago underground comedy. That is t- which Tuesday, is a, July 21st. Yeah, I'll be there then with a very funny lady, Brooke Van Poppelen, is going to be there. I'm from New York City. She's, Wonderful. She's back. Well, I hope you don't leave town like every other comedian I've met. I'm here to stay. Well, that's because we have the best fast food in the world. More like best bagels in the world. That's it. You've, you've studied none of the master. Yeah. Uh, once again, thanks to Beth for doing this. Uh, now I'm going to plug all the You, Me, Them, Everybody stuff. Uh, Beth was part of it, actually. She did this stuff at The Brain. And this upcoming Monday, we have readings uh, presented by The Second Hand, a wonderful broadsheet uh, that was out of Chicago. Now it's out of New York, Birmingham, Alabama, and Chicago. So come and check that out. Uh, the week following that... Uh, we have a documentary, it's called Out of Tune, and Jesse uh, made that, and it's about live music. So a lot of the people that have performed at The Brain are in that documentary. The week after that, we have more stand-up comedy. A lot of the people that Beth has mentioned on this show are going to be there. And I will be DJing on Wednesday, July 15th at uh, Club Foot. Ooh. And I know, it's a different thing. It's not all at The Brain anymore. Um, that's all Chicago music, uh, just like the other new podcasts. So if you can, go check that out. Thanks to Beth. Go to her events. And I'm going to close this out with Daniel Knox. Go to, wait. No, no, no let's plug stuff. Somewhere. Go to bethsticles.com. I had no idea you had a site called Bethsticles. Yeah. Now I'm going to check that out. I should yeah. link to that. I mean, it's really just going to go to my Facebook fan page, but still, check it. It's got videos. That's a good way to... She's she's hilarious. I cannot say that enough. Go Thank check you. her out. Um, Thanks, guys. Uh, do, what show would people see you at and you would get money from, like, performing? Mm, Is it more likely to be at Lincoln Lodge? Is it more likely to be well, at I guess Town it would Hall? be more likely to be at... If t- for me to get paid for my Yeah, work? for you to get monies. I would say, I guess... Around here are the ones I've mentioned, Berlin. Okay, yeah, go to Berlin this uh, yeah. this Friday or Saturday. Or or Underground, ChicagoUndergroundComedy.com. And that's at the Beat Kitchen. Mm-hmm. You should go, just give her money. Just go go to Town Hall Pub and buy her drinks. <laughs> and uh, for those of you that don't know, I've mentioned it before, Daniel Knox is playing this Saturday in the early afternoon right before the Fiery Furnaces at uh, Millennium Park as part of the Songs of Illinois thing. So uh, we're going to close it with Daniel Knox. Once again, thanks to Beth. Thank uh, once you, Brandon. Again, there's another podcast. I'm sorry about all this plugging. I'm really sorry. And uh, have a wonderful evening. I got deaf when I hit the floor. Came-
Thank you.